Welcome to the Daily Collective Podcast, the podcast for creative photographers. Travel alongside us on your creative journey for inspiration, support, and community. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 3. I hope you're all enjoying the podcast so far and find that it resonates with you in some way. Today, I'll be sharing a bit of my interview with Emma Collins, where we talked about Daily 365 projects and how awesome they are. I'm on my third or fourth? I, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, I'm a few years into my own daily 365 project, and I've grown so much in my photography, uh, technically, but also as a creative in general. And one of the most important parts of all this is creating albums of memories for my kids. That's one of my main reasons. Uh, more than once, I've caught them looking through the photos and reminding each other of when they did this or that, um, or when they saw so-and-so, and it, and it warms my heart that they have these to cherish and show to their own children, if they choose to have their own, of course. Um, I know how precious photos can be, and uh, one day I'll, I'll share my own personal story about one in particular. Um, but whenever we do a 365 project like this, um, we always have to remember that we're doing it for more than just us. And, uh, what (laughs) if you say, um, you don't have kids or anyone else to photograph? Well, my answer, of course, is to photograph something else. Um, photograph your pet, your flowers, insects, the way light falls in your house, landscape, self-portraits even and do it for you, and do it for other members of your family, and share those beautiful things with other people out there in the world if you want to. Um, But now I'm uh, wandering uh, with my ramblings, which I tend to do in case you haven't noticed, and so I will be quiet and let you have a listen to our wonderful chat with Emma Collins. Enjoy! introduce you. This is the amazing Emma Collins and you have her to thank if I have pulled this off in any way, shape or form. (laughs) We've kind of been, you know, virtual friends for a while, but then we uh, got talking to each other properly thanks to um, Click Pro actually, wasn't it? And, um, And yeah, we did this kind of buddy thing and we hit it off and and she gave up she said oh you should really do this and then the idea went and went and went and now here we are and of course she has offered to be my guinea pig which is wonderful as well <laughs> um so stuff my my cheeks with lettuce or something and yeah some seeds <laughs> <laughs> no I'm Emma Collins I'm a, a family photographer um in the sort of documentary genre um I started out life as a photographer really long time ago because I'm quite old um I'm trying to think so I actually it's it's almost like a family profession photography you know certain families have have like things that run through the family so 
I have we have film producers and photographers in my family. So um I've always had dark rooms at home and things and so dabbled with stuff as a child. Um and then I'm just going I'm going way back here. Um, I got my, <laughs> myself with a, a bonus that I got from work. I was going to China um on holiday, like on a like a sort of long not holiday, like a exploring sort of adventure thing with my well then boyfriend now husband and I got this bonus and I thought I'm going to buy myself a not a DSLR because I'm again old and SLR yeah um <laughs> and obviously and I bought loads of film you know took loads of pictures and then I was really disappointed with the pictures because I was basically shooting on auto <laughs> because I was like oh what's this nice green button this makes it really easy um and so it was it was like a Canon um really old version of what would be now the sort of oh so I had a four four hundred or something, not the D, the sort of like okay. a three hundred or something. It was like ancient. Um what's the red what would be like the rebel or, or oh, you know, okay, yeah, like an entry level one. Yeah. 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 Um, and I was really disappointed. I remember going into Snappy Snaps, like, you've made my pictures pink. Like, what have you done? They're really overexposed. <laughs> they're really pink. them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it was on this specific bit. We went to Guaylin in the south where they've got all the, you know, the, the limestone peaks, which you see in lots of, like, you know, the, um, like, Chinese paintings and things. Uh-huh. And they're really beautiful. And I took a gazillion photos and they were all pink. Oh God! Because, like, because because the camera had like um, was on auto and it tried to overexpose for this kind of like um, the the white um, cloudy sky, right? And sort of black peaks and stuff. So yeah, so I have all these pink pictures, um, and then basically I was like, okay, right, I'm going to learn how to take pictures properly. This is ridiculous. I come from a family that knows how to do this. This is embarrassing. Um, and so did um, teach myself and I called on um, family as well to for lessons and things. Um, and then like, blah, 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 gap, gap, gap down my sort of checkered career history, my, my very patchworky CV. I ended up working for Jane Packer when she was alive, the florist um, to florist to the stars. Oh, okay. Um, I have no idea who she is. She, I'm yeah. totally ignorant. <laughs> well, she became famous because she did one of the royal weddings. I can't remember which one. Ah. Um, I think it was not Diana. Or was it Diana? It might even have been Diana's. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like, it, it was either Diana or Fergie. I think it was Diana's wedding she, she did. Um, so anyway. And I started working for her. Um, uh, she was growing a product range and I was doing lots of styling and working with photographers for her and kind of got back into the idea of photography as a profession because I was working with photographers, then had kids and started working as a photographer. <laughs> I like, like people are like, oh, can you take pictures of my kids? I'm like, yeah, okay. And and so on and so it goes but I would like this is like I said years ago and um even lifestyle when I first started lifestyle was kind of a new thing where it was like like more natural style photographs um rather than your portraity stuff Mm -hmm. like studio portraits 
and it was kind of new over here more in the states and canada and stuff was was already a, a thing mm-hmm. um I, I even did some like I was quite into wrapping babies as well initially. Oh, were you? Oh, I'd love to see some of those because, because they're not wrapping like like you know posing like because yeah. I get like because I thought that's what was available as and a family you're supposed to do. Yeah, um, and felt really icky about it because it's really not me. Mm-hmm. I'm really scruffy. I won't turn the camera around, but you'd see the mess of my house if I turn the camera around. <laughs> um, I have three kids and dog. Two of them are teenagers. They're really filthy. Um, so but I remember being really embarrassed about it and not really wanting to tell anyone which is not great when you're trying to market your own business you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um and uh then did several years running a successful lifestyle business which I was a bit happier with but um the more I went on the more sort of wild and free my sessions became um and then I discovered there was this thing called documentary family photography. I'm like, okay, that'll be what I, that, that's me. That feels mm-hmm. right. Finally feels right. And then I won, won loads of awards. So yeah, <laughs> that obviously worked. End of yeah, story. It clearly oh. did. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's a, a long synopsis. Well, of you. That is like yeah. a, a huge introduction. I'm going to say. <laughs> and we said, actually, another thing is like, um, I kind of realized I'd won all these awards and people are like asking me for training. So I set up a company called Made for Documentary with some other documentary photographers and we train people in the style now, which is really cool as well. And I will absolutely add that into the notes underneath (laughs) because it's an awesome community. I'm part of it too. Yeah, yeah, it is a lovely community. So I think it kind of matches in with the fact that people are really drawn to natural, real life. no no sort of polishing or anything mm-hmm. um it just it, it i think that the people that are attracted to that generally are really sort of nice down to earth people who want to help and yeah it's good mm-hmm. so alongside this work that you're doing for clients are you working on personal projects as well yeah um so interestingly like like yourself like back i go back five six years um I think I was working I'd I'd obviously taken lots of pictures of my kids and started working I was doing a lot of that and um when you're a mum who's who's working as a photographer you're obviously at home you've got your own subjects that you work with quite a lot that you can practice on with your Mm -hmm. kids um and I think subconsciously I was kind of I wasn't really doing a, a three six five, but subconsciously was doing a lot of photographs at home, and then made it more of a made started making more of a conscious effort mm-hmm. to do it as a three six five, and to try and get that discipline. It was more the discipline I think and the practice mm-hmm. um, to try and take a picture every day um, because it it pushes you to. Especially if you have ruts or anything like that, um, you know, when you're not feeling it, it pushes you to take a picture, even if you're not feeling. It. Yeah, I think it's really a really good discipline to try. It just pushes you and makes you learn really fast, um, and challenges you to find something, to find different ways of shooting, to try different things out, 
to get to grips with different lighting scenarios. I think it's a really great way to push yourself, um, especially if you're nearer the start of your journey. But even beyond that, I just, it's just a really good discipline. Now I don't have my camera with me all the time, but I, like in my head, I'm I'm taking pictures. You know? Yeah. Um, you you kind of learn to see the world a bit differently, don't you? I I just noticed yeah. that I like. I'll walk by and I'll see the shadows dancing on the walls and say, oh, I would have never noticed that before. I, yeah. I don't know if, if, if that's happened to you as well since you started. Yeah, it. definitely. It's like, it's another, it's like there's two things. I, I, I loved having babies for that reason as well because they're excited about everything because everything's new to them. Mm-hmm. And I loved that as a parent, that seeing the world through their eyes and that excitement and newness. It makes you see the world in a new way. And then learning photography kind of did that as, um, you know, extending your sort of photography obsession mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and doing that makes you see things differently and you you appreciate things that perhaps you wouldn't look at or you just dismiss or ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, gives you some fresh eyes and a fresh excitement about the world and I really think that's a really lovely mindful sort of positive thing that you get from from photography mm-hmm. um so so yeah I did that and I think I got to the stage where I just um also my kids are getting older and more boring as they do <laughs> it's not that it's just that you know like it's really easy with little kids to take pictures yeah. all the time yeah, and I'm not saying that you know, teenagers and older kids are absolutely worth capturing but the variety is is not there in the same way and you start getting this sort of consent thing where they like no I don't want my picture taken yeah. and so there's just less uh potential mm-hmm. it comes up but you it's more it's not the same rich pickings that you get um and I think as well it you get to a stage where you're doing that and you want something different. You want something more, again, like a challenge. And sometimes I always think sometimes like narrowing yourself to do something specific um, rather than giving yourself a really broad um, concept. Mm-hmm. Like 365 is like you can shoot anything. Yeah. It's, you have to do it every day. Um, if you give yourself a, a more specific personal project and you're putting parameters in place and you're limiting what you can do, it makes it challenges you more. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a sort of an academic part to it as well, I think, because you've got to a stage where you're really competent, you're doing a lot of photography, and you just you want to put more depth in it. Um it, yeah, you want you want more sort of layered meaning behind your images mm-hmm. that's one of the things I really like about documentary actually it gives you that um the story there's, there's a lot of storytelling there but I think mm-hmm. that's where I got to I needed something more right um I didn't think I don't think I knew I needed something more actually. until you started playing with it well there was two things really I was doing a course at the time um like a, a mentorship mm-hmm. with a, a, a uh, an American photographer and I hadn't realized that I was going to have to do personal projects ah and I was like what <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I can do and also this was a really similar timing to COVID happening mm. and that um you know everything stopped <laughs> as we all experienced and it was I think for creative people there was um two things I think our lives slowed down so that we were able to do more creative 
explore our creative side more. Yeah, I um, agree. And there was that feeling stuck and trapped and wanting to have an escape. Yeah. And that together uh, made this huge, fertile environment in the, across the world for for creatives. Um, it was incredible what came out of it. But, um, yes, that was, like, was pretty close timing. So mm-hmm. I was doing this work with mentors mentor. It was actually uh, it was during COVID and the mm-hmm. first lockdown of that year. Um, and I discovered how uh, I loved doing personal projects then. I wish I had more time for it now, actually, because obviously yeah. last normal and I've got all these ideas and 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 you're struggling for time time to do it yeah 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 um yeah so that's how that's how I discovered and I think once you've got a taste for it that it's just so satisfying because and and what's lovely as well compared especially if you're doing client work um for families or I I do family and commercial work Mm um doing personal just a photographing your own family and doing three six side gives you this as well but doing personal projects it allows you to be completely free with what you do Mm -hmm. you know limited by requirements um and I love that um I love that getting sort of more like deeper and more meaningful um it's just a really nice next level I think yeah to, to push yourself that little bit further I don't know about you, but I've noticed that since I started 365 uh, Projects, I've started to translate some of them, the style and the lighting use and um, techniques or whatever that I've been playing with. And I'm starting to translate that into yeah, my client I think it's really good for that. It's like a playground for you to try things out and it doesn't matter if it goes wrong and it, mm-hmm. it gives you time to play and perfect. And then once you realise you've got grips with something you can you can definitely see that coming through in your um work work mm-hmm. um definitely yeah and one and it is a great way of becoming coming so just a, a basic level of, at the start of your journey is a great way of improving generally but certainly when you're get, getting more advanced trying advanced techniques and it's a brilliant way to do that safe in a safe environment that where yeah if you if you try it on a client and you fail um, yeah, and you've kind of ruined their experience. But if you're doing it for yourself until you manage to perfect it, you know, yeah. then you can easily use it with your clients. Yeah, and, definitely. And, and then it give them that yeah. extra level or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, something a bit different. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a really great. Um, that's why I think that's why personal projects are really good for anyone um, at whatever level. Mm-hmm. It keeps you interested. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people as well, when if they're doing something like photography, it, it's um, born from a passion and a love of the art and the, mm-hmm. and the photography. And um, if you think of somebody, say, say who's an accountant or a lawyer, they've got hobbies outside of work. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and it's a way to relax and um, enjoy and learn um, new things and, and I think for a lot of people doing photography that is their passion and their joy and their love as well so mm-hmm. to be a photographer can take the joy I, I, there's, there's people there's I have friends who are who are doctors lawyers whatever around the world mm-hmm. who are seriously amazing photographers but they just do it as a hobby and, and there's part of me that really envies that because 
It's still fun that way, yeah, isn't it? They're yeah. earning their, their living and they're setting aside time to just do what, what they want and yeah. the love of it. And there's part of me that really envies that uh, because you get bogged down in the running of a business and 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 uh, in a way it can become a bit of a busman's holiday because mm-hmm. you're photography all the time. And so yeah. it's really important to have something, pod projects on the go to mm-hmm. keep um, to keep your love alive. Yeah, which segues nicely into one of the questions that I have on my list. Um, so what advice would you give to anyone who wants to do a personal project? Um, no matter if they're like professional photographers or hobbyists, I mean, what what would you say to them to help them along? Definitely go for it don't, because it doesn't matter whether nothing comes from it. You know, because it is just for you, you don't know what you're going to do with it in the end. It might just be something that you enjoy doing. It might be something you put on your website. It it might be something you make a a book about. It might be something that that you can pitch to a a newspaper or a magazine as a story. You just don't know where it's going to go. Um, And at the end of it, if nothing happens, you've still had the enjoyment of doing it. I think you know. A lot of the time, you'll have lots of different projects going on at once, and sometimes they'll 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 be stationary for ages because nothing's happening. You kind of come to a dead end, may never come back again. But you've done it. You've done something towards it, and having lots of different things on the go, diff- different projects will be moving at different different paces. And mm-hmm. um, I think another thing that's really important is setting aside to, time to do it. Mm. Um, because otherwise it's never on your to-do list because all your chores and work that has to get done takes its place. It's really, I think it's a really good good um, discipline to give yourself maybe a day every two weeks or a day a month. Kind of like an artist's date. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, date but, with yourself. Yeah, yeah, like a personal project date. Yeah, and it might not even be taking photographs. It might be doing some admin for the for a project, like contacting people or um, doing some research or reading or something. You know, it could be anything like that. Um, so, yeah, if, if you've got an idea, just go with it. Follow your curiosity and see where it goes. It might not be, uh, you know, it, it might take different iterations and different uh, turn different corners as you go down. It might not be at the end what you thought it was going to be at the beginning um but follow it for the pure enjoyment of it and see what happens um because all ideas are good ideas oh i like that i'm going to totally (laughs) quote you on that one all ideas are good ideas i don't know if you got it from someone else but you're going to be quoted on it (laughs) (laughs) okay speaking of quotes i sent you something about a favorite quote do you have it I, I do have a quote that I came across about two years ago, which I really love. I took a picture of it this morning so I could find it. I'd oh, settle up. <laughs> like, there was another one I couldn't, I couldn't find, which I really liked. Um, it was written on something. I'll see if I can find it. But the mm-hmm. one that I really like is Annie Dillard. I don't know if, okay. if you know Annie Dillard. She's written a book called The Writing Life. No, I, uh, I know the name, but I don't think I've ever read it. I haven't read it, but this quote comes from there. And this quote okay. was something I think I saw a few years ago, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, that's lovely. But I think it really speaks to me and what I do. 
Um, it's how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. Oh, I like it. And I really like that because the the fabric of our life is made up of all of the everything we do, and it's not big events and exciting occasions. That's such a small part of our lives. Okay. It's every day. It's the getting ready for school, the um, the um, play dates, mm-hmm. the you know, bedtime bath time routine, um, sitting in the garden having a drink of wine after the kids have gone to bed, snuggling on the sofa watching TV. All of these things that seem completely unimportant and circumstantial, actually, that makes up the greatest body of our life you know the, the, the fabric of our life um and I think it's such a great reminder that we should appreciate the smaller things I agree it totally goes with the whole idea of the 365 project too yes, doesn't it, does it? Actually. you know yeah. about documenting the everyday because that's what it is isn't it all yes, the little things exactly. of the everyday once they change they're gone and they're not coming back and yeah, yeah. And when you're when you're in the thick of things, you think that it's it's like it's sometimes it's hard to appreciate it when it when you're in the thick of things, whether it's an argument or like a challenging ta- toddler tantrum, or just that endless feeling like oh my god, this bedtime. I used to hate when my kids were younger the dinner time, bath time, bedtime routine. Oh. It's like, oh my god, it just took hours. Yes, and then, I'm like, when did that stop? It stopped. I don't know when it stopped, but it stopped. Yeah. When was the last time that I changed a nappy? No. Yeah, it's, it's like you don't know. You don't know when the last time's going to be. When's the last time that you're going to breastfeed your youngest child? It just stops. And appreciating it when it's happening, sometimes it's hard, but I think it's so important because life does change and move on. Where can everyone find you and follow your awesome work? So they can find me on Instagram at Emma Collins underscore photography. My website is Emma Collins photography and also my team of ladies that we put together and, and set up a documentary um, plat- platform for learning about documentary photography that is made for documentary website made for documentary.com and um Instagram made, at made for docu- documentary, and we also have a, a Facebook group that's open to um, anyone. Um, Which is also made for documentary. <laughs> Very easy to find. <laughs> so yeah, oh. that's where you find me. Various different areas. Yeah, awesome. I'm going to thank you officially for Pleasure. being with me, and I hope everybody has learned some stuff from the amazing Emma. Yeah. Thanks again, Emma. Wasn't that just great? I totally love it when she talks about the freedom that personal projects can give you and how they can help you to relax, be creative, and not worry about the consequences. I also find it so important um, that Emma mentioned making sure that you schedule in time for your personal projects. I've started to do that, and I find that it's really paying off Um, not just in my creativity, but also in my personal balance and my mental health. Um, 
I will, of course, be popping all of Emma's contact information in the show notes for you uh, in case you missed it. So please do have a look and give her a follow. Uh, Emma and I continue to chat about the importance of documenting not just the big things, but all the little things. And we talked about how fleeting time is and what a friend of hers suggested she do um, in order to really quantify that. Um, so if you want to hear more, uh, Daily Collective 365 members have access to not only the entire interview with Emma, but lots of other exciting content and tutorials that are added every month. And of course, as promised, I was going to quote Emma, so I will leave you today with this quote by the wonderful Emma Collins, that all ideas are good ideas. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Daily Collective podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at the Daily Collective 365 or sign up to our newsletter on the website, dailycollective365.co.uk. You can also subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you use so you won't miss an episode. And if you'd like to follow my personal photography on Instagram, you can find me at Life is Wild and Free.